0: This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com.
1: Well,
2: great to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon.
0: It's been a busy, busy week around here with
2: high school basketball tournament going on and our busy show here, but um, boy, we got we got plenty of energy. We can do it all. We're happy to have you with us. We hope you join us and uh, tell us how, how you feel about uh, whatever issue is on your mind today. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. 676 we talked a bit, um, at least the issue of um, Gulf War Syndrome and um, issues that... Uh, some of our veterans have experienced over the years, came up uh, yesterday, and I, I believe that's what our first caller wants to address. Jack, out on the highway, gets us rolling today. Hi, Jack.
1: Hi, how are you doing, Bob? I'm,
2: I'm doing well, doing well.
1: Okay, so uh, the shot that you guys were talking about yesterday is the Amtrak vaccine. Well, that and came there... that
2: came later than the Gulf War. I think we no, were talking sir. about the... it. Didn't?
1: No, sir. Really? It did. Okay. Yeah, and, and so and, and the reason why I know this is because I, I got this vaccine. There was 500,000 of us that got uh, vaccinated. And of those 500,000, 167,000 had adverse reactions. And it was the uh, anthrax shots. And uh, at one point in time, when I was getting treatment at the VA, the VA called my parents and said, if you want to see your kid alive, now's the time to do it. And it was a long three-year uh, ordeal uh, that the adverse reactions happened. But if you take into simple testing where 50% get the real and 50% get a placebo, that's almost 80% of the people who got the shots got sick, uh, from it. And uh, we, I was adamant that I wasn't going to take an approved uh, vaccine because I worked in a hospital at the time. And uh, they told me that I wasn't going to get paid. And we were already over in country. And they told us we weren't getting paid unless we got the shot and straight up threatened us with uh
2: are- and we, uh, Jack, we're kind of losing it. <laughs> okay.
1: And that was...
2: Because I remember the, uh, the shot, you know, the anthrax va- vaccine. Now, you said that half were getting the placebo. That sounds like a trial to me rather than uh active <laughs> effort to uh, inoculate <laughs> troops on the front lines uh, from anthrax. Yeah. Well... that. that- All
1: all,
2: I can say is if. I see, if half got a placebo. I think we lost Jack. He's rolling on the highway. But uh, interesting, and because I've talked with Jack before in the past, and he is a veteran of um, Operation Desert Storm, Uh, so an interesting perspective there. Uh, And, yeah, the anthrax, I remember when uh, after – 9-11, Nine Eleven, and there was the anthrax scare. Uh, the anthrax showed up in uh, in mailings to, uh, uh, I think, was it Pat Leahy's office and, and others. Uh, and uh, there was some postal there were some postal workers who actually died from it. Um, then the military, I remember, was mandating that all its personnel had to get the, the anthrax shot, and uh, and that caused some uh, caused some um, some pushback among uh, those in the military at the time. But uh, interesting. Let's go to John in Ferndale. We didn't hear from John yesterday, so he's back for more today. Probably uh, rested and rested <laughs> and ready.
3: Yeah, well, you know, every, every other Wednesday, uh, uh, George Soros gives me the day off. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I remember. <laughs> I remember now, yeah, the anthrax vaccine. I wasn't in the military then. I was already out. But I do remember side effects, and of course, you know, that along with the famous uh, swine flu vaccine, I think that contributes a lot towards hesitancy, along with the Dennis Prager show today, where it's just, we never should have masked, we never should have, should have, we never, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, you know, it's funny, before I get to my subject, I'll do it quick. Yeah. One of his sponsors is the same people that sponsor Ben Shapiro, all the big conservative shows on the Daily Wire, and it's this company called Balance of Nature, yeah. and they have claims in there that, oh, you know, it's vitamins, I'm sure it's fine. Right. The problem is that the company is owned by Scientology. No, it's owned no. by them and they profit by it. And it's just one of the ways where, like, I have a huge problem with Scientology. The Australian government is accusing them of child trafficking. They have this crazy cruise liner that's filled with asbestos where they, they work little kids for a billion year contract. They make them sign is crazy you have to sign NDAs and if you do come across Tom Cruise in the elevator like this one woman where she said oh I just loved your your latest movie she got five years of re-education and penance to pay huh. but anyway what I want to talk about was okay. uh, not 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 Tom Cruise who I can't stand but the other guy I was gonna uh, say you're uh, gonna get a, Tom Rhonda Cruise fans, uh
2: you know he's gonna he's gonna drop a bomb on you with <laughs> This, this yeah, well, all
3: his flying was blue screen. I actually have a, <laughs> a, 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 a relative who argues with me that Tom Cruise actually served. It's like, no, he never served. But Ron DeSantis had a book signing in Leesburg, Florida yesterday. Okay. Right. And as is their right. Trump supporters showed up and they were going to go get in line and ask him, well, why do you think you're better than Trump? Whatever? And, you know, nobody said they're going to cause a disturbance. They never even got into the mall. There's video of them on YouTube where you can see the security guy from from the mall coming out to tell them as they're getting out of their uh, vehicles with their Trump shirts and their proud Trump flags and signs, right? You're not allowed in here. The exact quote was anyone wearing Trump Gear has to go. Hmm. So conceivably, you could be wearing a Hillary Clinton shirt, but I don't know. Maybe they throw you out too. Yeah, you're, and 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 this security guard is telling these these Trump supporters who have every right to to have their freedom of speech if they want to protest whatever, right? And uh, he, he says, "No, you guys are acting just like CNN." And you know this thing with with Ron DeSantis. Do you know he? As part of his book banning, over a million books are on the list to be reviewed. One of the books banned was Hank Aaron's life story, the great Hank Aaron.
2: Hmm. Hammer and Hank know, of along, the Braves. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Okay. along with like famous black authors like Toni Morrison. You know, um, and and Trump even made the, the uh, you know the, the astute observation because you know, Desantis has said this. He they want to go after Social Security and Medicare. And DeSantis is one of those people, you know, so just okay. interesting things. I just love it when DeSantis and Trump, uh, you know, su- supporters fight each other. Let them fight. All That's right. That's what I see. I've got my big bucket of popcorn.
2: All right. John. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Let's go to our friend Michael and Lyndon. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing okay.
1: Yeah.
4: I uh, just wanted to comment also on that uh, anthrax vaccine and I don't remember if people remember the history of this. You know, the Department of Defense launched the vaccine program in 1998. It forced military service members to be inoculated or discharged, right, just like they're doing with the COVID vaccine now. And a lawsuit was filed, and a federal judge ruled it was illegal, and it forced the Department of Defense to end the program. The same thing has happened with the COVID vaccine. Again, the Democrats and, you know, people that are involved with fascism are, you know, forcing people to violate their religious liberty. They showed at the Supreme Court hearing, these are Navy SEALs, that absolutely no RARs were granted out of over 21,000 requests. And these were requests that, hey, I have a religious exemption request. Uh, It's against my religion to put a foreign substance into my body like that, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, none of those were granted, not even one. And so I just I mean, want to point. Is out— Is there that. really
2: a religion that says you can't put foreign substances in your body? I mean, is that? Uh, I don't know. That I always had questions about this religious exemption, and I'm not mocking religion when I say that. I'm just saying, is is there a legitimate thing? I mean, what's that? If you look, you know one I'm familiar with.
4: Although I'm not a practitioner, but the Jehovah's Witnesses will not even allow a blood transfusion because of their religious beliefs. That's true. These are long-held beliefs by these people that practice their religion, and you, you know, it's just like you know. I don't know if you remember. Here in Washington State, we received a letter advising us not to be alarmed by the cultural norms of our new Afghan refugees. You know, refugees that were coming over here. Uh-huh. Remember, James? They went to the airport. They welcomed the, I think, 1,200 Afghan refugees or something that we were going to help out. And the cultural norms, though, were the elderly men with their underage child bride, By the way, okay, and, All right, Michael. You know, Humanity alarmed by that, but I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. That's absolutely the 100% true. So um, again, you know, Democrats are attacking free speech. Especially with the hospital here in Washington State. They're attacking religious liberty, people to, you know,
5: freely wow.
4: okay. practice their religion, unless of course they're going with child bribes. and of course they want to take her guns and they're attacking the Second Amendment. And you know, the, <laughs> the whole reason that uh the Heller decision again was a five four decision. We were just one vote away of having guns. You know, taken away from individuals, where individuals can no longer own a gun. We were one vote away of that happening.
6: In which and in which
4: cut.
2: decision?
4: It was the uh, it was the Heller decision. It was a five four decision, and Ted Cruz even wrote a book, which was called One Vote Away. So Americans would realize how close we've come to losing our constitutional rights that we've had for over 200 years because they've been under attack by the Democrats. If Merrick Garland would have been okay. on the Supreme Court, we would no longer have the right to even own a firearm as an individual, and that's a that's a serious thing.
2: Well, now the Heller decision didn't say they could take all your guns away. It was a a, a test of a, a of a specific. Uh, municipal law that uh, by the Washington DC where they had uh, ongoing gun violence uh, that limited people's ability to have a gun, but uh, it didn't mean that Americans would lose their right to have a gun. I mean, I, I think and 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 I, I, I will I, I think I think a lot of the the Second Amendment stuff, it's a lot, there's a lot of scary stuff said about the Second Amendment, but really. How 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 successful would an effort to disarm Americans be? Ultimately, it it, it wouldn't go well, and I don't think anybody realistically thinks that has that as a goal. But uh, what, what have you? All right,
4: all right, Michael. Yeah, well, I, I just would encourage people to read that book, Ted okay. Cruz, One Away. Oh, yeah. to learn a little bit more about it, but we were one vote away from losing our Second Amendment rights. And with that, uh,
1: right.
4: I'll be happy to, to the rest of the callers today. Thanks again for taking
2: my call. Well, always. Absolutely. Thanks, Michael. We'll take a quick break and be back with more. we got other folks on the line, and we'll get to you as well.
7: 360-676-5464.
8: Hello?
3: Summer? Gee, you sound so far away. Oh, you're right. Now is the time to plan for A.C., With Barron's preseason air conditioning special, you can skip the line and save big, like $4,000 big. We've stocked up, and there's no better time to upgrade your whole home comfort system. Special discounts apply to anything that cools, including air conditioning, ductless, and electric heat pumps. With energy savings you'll enjoy for years. Barron's home performance experts look beyond the box, finding you affordable ways to improve the comfort, health, and energy efficiency of your home. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Call Barron now while supplies last and save up to $4,000 when you upgrade your heating and cooling system with qualifying rebates, incentives, and a Silver
0: Shield membership. We've secured low-interest financing so everyone gets cooling. See you soon, summer. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor.
9: Our mission, improve lives. Mattress shopping. Oh, where do you start? Soft or firm? Foam or spring? Box or base? Who's got the best price? (sighs) Okay, take a deep breath. Start at DeWard & Bodie. They keep it simple, really simple. Test out mattresses, find the one you like, get it delivered to your home for free. They've created comfortable showrooms where any person can lie down and test out lots of different mattresses. When you find yours, their professional delivery team will bring it to your home, set it up, and recycle the old one. It's that simple. Plus, you can take your mattress home today paying no money down with interest-free financing. A lot of mattress stores have come and gone from this community, but and Bodie has been the premier mattress retailer in Whatcom and Skagit counties for over 20 years. Upgrade your mattress with the company you trust, dewarden Bodie they'll match any local price. They make financing a breeze and deliver for free. See for yourself how DeWard and Bodie makes mattress shopping simple at their mattress showroom in Bellingham. We're taking your
0: calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464
2: And we're happy to have you call whatever is on your mind. And let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi,
10: Joe. How are you doing? Doing okay. What's on your mind today? Well, uh, I think we had a discussion yesterday. I, I agreed to disagree with you about what happened in Iraq in 1958 or 68. Uh, I looked it up on uh, kind of an obscure website. I think I can't tell whether it was, it's MEI ampersand 75. It just said that uh, King Hussein knew for certain that the coup had the support of U.S. intelligence when they toppled, uh, I think, Kasim. Uh, There was uh, a mention of the Soviets wanting them to be a client state, you know, like deal with them uh, diplomatically and uh, economically. Uh, But then Michael Prenny has said, and that's probably where I got it the first time, that when he was working for the CIA, uh, uh, Saddam Hussein killed all his enemies. He purged the left wing of the uh, Baath Party and uh, turned it into uh, – in 1980, he was – Leading toward, he was getting help from the Soviets. So I don't know where that puts us. Uh, yeah. I guess we're both okay. right. I guess or whatever.
2: All right. Okay.
10: But I, I. But I did want to mention that John Pilger is a very good writer. Uh, he doesn't post all the time. He's actually a filmmaker. But he's pointed out that the United States, in his lifetime, which is maybe sixty to seventy years old, has attempted to or overthrown fifth, between fifty and sixty countries. And uh, that's why we've, uh, in past times, had so much uh, negativity thrown our way. Uh, I did put together a little list uh, of right – because Dennis Prager, you know, he's uh, – he's every single day, every uh, three times of an hour, he says that the left wing is responsible for all bad things. So I just thought I'd throw – here's some right wingers. Hitler, Mussolini, Franco, Somoza – Marcos, Pinochet, Mobutu, Batista, Shah, and Suharto. And then you have on the left, Martin Luther King, Huey Long, Noam Chomsky, Gorbachev, Eugene Debs, Mark, Karl Marx, Michael mm-hmm. Parenti, uh Salvador Allende, and Tera- Nur Muhammad Taraki in Afghanistan, which they ruined, uh, thanks to our help, uh, a, a nascent uh, development on a, you know, very liberal in Afghanistan before the... the uh, and so then... Mm-hmm. Um, Ask yourself how many deaths, how many millions upon millions of deaths applied to the right-wingers here on the list, and then compare that with deaths on the left, and you'd get a staggering difference. It's not even close. Uh, You know, these are just killers, like uh, Pinochet. We, we We supported them. Kissinger and Nixon wanted the economy to scream because he had a coalition government, including communists and socialists, uh, Nationalized well, the I, copper mines.
2: Well, I know, and but did
10: quite well. And, okay, and Pinochet is okay. really. But I have to. S- I have
2: to say. I mean, you left uh, Stalin. You left Pol- left Pol Pot uh, okay. off, I, off I, your list. At uh, Mao, yeah. and uh, I mean, they're, they're, we're just talking about sheer numbers of people who were killed by regimes or killed by uh, strongmen. I and and I, I think they could safely be classified as leftists. I mean, obviously, they they didn't practice um uh, collective uh economy the way the way it was had been envisioned by the marks and others but um but yeah they were pretty awful okay jim well i appreciate your thoughts i i want to give some other folks i got a full lines here so let's go to uh let's go to daniel in bellingham hi daniel
8: uh shalom joe how are you today I, I'm very good. Uh, okay, that that means peace, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that means peace. That's a Jewish word for peace. Okay. You know, if you ever wanted to title your program, your your uh, your talk show, yeah. I would call it the Big Boys Club and oh. use caution. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> you know, no, you really do. You you really have a good show, man. Well, but I just want to make a that, of, thanks. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, you do. You really do. And I just like to comment about that fellow from Iran. Okay. Uh, you know, that kind of person from Iran who complains and speaks ill of the dead, not having facts or truth to back up his agenda, said he's going back to Iran. I really think he's going back to Egoville. And let me just uh, throw out this scripture here, this uh, Matthew 7. It says, beware of the false prophets. They are raving wolves dressed like sheep. Now, he says something about a list that his government keeps records of international travel, And then you kind of got into it with him a little bit about it for the things he was saying. And it sounds to me like he wanted to, like, bring corruption to America. And, um, you know, these same kind of people think that they are going to paradise to have sex with 70 virgins. Wow, man. That sounds like a lot of work. But here, hot off the press, newsflash. If your name isn't written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you don't get into paradise. But, hey, I'll say hello to the girls for you. Uh, A merry heart does good like a medicine. Have a nice trip, oh, Eagle Master. Thanks, Joe.
2: All -hmm. right, Daniel. Well, I'll I'll say that uh, I don't think that Majid has ever made those types of statements. But um, uh, thanks, Daniel, uh, for your thoughts there. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich.
6: How's Joe doing today?
2: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. What's on your mind? Yeah.
6: Oh, well, first quick response for Jim. I had no idea that a guy who runs the government like a dictator would be considered right wing when it's the left wing that wants to control the government and run everybody and run the people. And I want to say, didn't he call himself a socialist, uh, Adolf Hitler? Yeah. National
2: it was Party the of. National Socialist. I forget <laughs> but, yeah, exactly what the title like that. Of it yeah, was. Yeah, but, but, but whatever.
6: But anyway, the news story of the dude getting arrested for the 1987 murder. Oh, yeah. It was on uh, Whatcom News today, so he's serving a 135-year sentence in Oregon.
2: Well, he is. Uh, he's, was convicted of killing another woman in, um, in uh, Des Moines in 1987. He was also convicted of raping a, a young woman or a girl in 1987 in Portland. Or a woman from Portland. Pretty bad guy. Awful guy. I mean.
6: So why are we taking him to Washington County and putting him in a jail that's full and trying him for something? You can't serve more than 135 years. I mean, that's nuts. What is this like a parade round for the news or something? I don't understand why they're doing this.
2: Well, I think the, the idea is that they want to solve the case. This is a, a cold case, obviously, a case that's. Well, he's uh, in jail. They can investigate old.
6: all they want, right? I mean, he's in jail. He's not getting out anytime soon
2: it's um it's and and uh if there are lawyers listening i think they could probably explain it better than me yeah, be i'm sure they certainly could but i think it's habeas stupid. corpus that you have to present the you have to present the body you have to present the person to the court for them to face uh, to face charges now I, like you say i mean couldn't the guy be put up on yeah, a, Skype, a Skype uh you know video of the guy in in a court up here I don't know. That's a question for someone that uh, would be involved. Yeah, I'd love to hear it because you hear the
6: story, and it just doesn't make any sense. He's serving 135 years since. Like, what the world are they doing? Yeah. I mean, justice is being served already. You don't even need to worry about it. If you think this guy's good for it, prove it. Don't matter. He's in jail anyway.
2: Well, you know, I think each jurisdiction, I I suppose they need to try him to really to to officially close the case. It sounds like a formality, but I suspect that that's what they have to do is – to try him and actually have a verdict in in the case for it to be closed and say, yes, this is indeed the person. They can suspect him and have all the evidence that they want, but until he's found guilty in a court of law, then the case is still open. Uh, that's my yeah, thought. I suppose
6: yeah. I get that, but with our jail situation, we just don't need another person in there that was already in another jail at someone other taxpayer expense, not ours.
2: And they're probably yeah, they're having to give him some yeah, probably put him in his own cell and uh, oh, displace others. And,
6: yeah. Well that, yeah. The, we the news is always entertaining. There's the weirdest stories That's come up sure. and you hear it and it makes just it makes no sense. <laughs> That's the that. times we live in. Yeah. All right, Rich. I got today, Joe. Have a good day. Thanks for
2: your call. And uh, we,
6: we'll we we'll take a quick break. Be
2: back with more. we got John, Bruce, Majid is on the line, and uh, we want to hear from you. 360-676- 5464.
11: When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite. You become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360 360- 462432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com.
0: All-time pizza! Now open in Linden! You'll find the freshest ingredients, serving up the tastiest pizza, wings, calzones, salads, sandwiches, and breadsticks every day. At all-time pizza's lunch and dinner buffets, you can indulge in a mouth-watering variety of delicious pizzas, fresh salads, and more. Feeling creative? Build your own pizza with all-time pizza's endless selection of toppings. All-time pizza, come find out why it's the talk of the town. Off Bender Road in Bender Plaza. Linden at AllTimePizza.com Spring is on its
6: way and for you that may mean a change in jobs or settling into retirement Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. If this spring you find yourself between jobs with no health insurance or planning on retirement and moving on to Medicare then learning about your insurance options might be one of the most important steps you can take for you and your family. Give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you.
1: Hello, folks. Are you ready to get your estate planning affairs in order, but you don't know where to start? Would you like to hear about the difference between wills and trusts? Do you want to learn how to avoid probate? Do you have questions about Social Security and Medicare? Is it important to you to make life as easy as possible on your spouse and loved ones if something should happen to you? This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham. Join me right here on KGMI every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the Aging Hour, and let me show you how to set your family up for success in your retirement.
0: We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And appreciate you being with us here on this Thursday
2: afternoon. John and Blaine joins us now. Hi, John. Hey,
7: Joe. Um, Quickly, what I was going to say something yesterday is that gentleman, when he talked about the, um, the flood, that God said he'd never destroy the world again, that's not true. He said he'd never destroy it by a flood again. The next time the world gets destroyed, it'll be by fire.
5: Okay. That's,
7: that's what the bible actually teaches so on the second amendment and actually you could also throw the um uh, separation of church and state in the same thing when um more or less not not you know not exactly but when our forefathers put in the constitution or the bill of rights I think it is the 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 right to bury and care fire okay that that um, that was put in there the people that put it in there who knew what they meant they wrote it. They knew exactly what they meant. As the years went on, 1700s moved into the 1800s. They did not take guns away from nobody. They did not tell people that you have to give us the guns now because you don't need them anymore because we're only for militia. They let the people keep the guns. As, as the firearms progressed from a muzzle loader, which I've got a lot of them, because I love them. Those things are cool. Um, they went from from that to a repeating rifle. They didn't take the repeating rifles, or forbid the people from taking having repeating rifles, which would be the same as a semi-automatic today, because they had a muzzle loader back then. And it progressed, and it progressed, and it progressed, and never one time did they ever take a gun away from an American citizen. Well, no, ever, well, because they are the ones that wrote the rules. They're the ones that knew what they meant when they wrote it, and they said that we have the right to bear firearms. And, it, and it it's not that, that clearly it, written. It's not, it's I, I, written. I would
2: dispute that. But but I mean, if you go back, uh, I mean, even uh, in the wild wide isn't that what led to the uh, the shootout at the OK Corral is because the 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 Clant, was it the clan with well, the Clanton's the. The gang, you know that um Ryder okay, yeah. took on that he was the lawman, and they had a they had a law in town. They had an ordinance in town that you couldn't carry your weapons. You had to forfeit your weapons when you came within the fight. town. I what mean, these the, the you know jurisdictions that had trouble with guns or gun fire, gun play, even that back then they had laws that said well, you can't well, have a gun while you're here. And I mean, and you could well, take well, it, get it well, when you left. But I mean, to to say that. This is not, that everybody's always been able to carry a gun wherever they want. That's not really true.
7: Well, but was it constitutional?
2: I it seems to make what sense the, to me that the, organizations the, or or even governments would be able to say, "Yeah, you can't." There are certain situations that you can't carry a gun, and there are still those. I mean, you can't carry a gun into a, a courtroom, or uh, most states, I think, ban. I, what was it, Georgia, that uh, now is allowing guns to go into bars and things like that? Dangerous situations, it I, seems to me. Um,
7: yeah, well, I, I can't argue on the, on the bar thing. But, Joe, do you think, do you really think, okay, that if I'm going to rob a bank with a gun, that I'm going to walk up to the door and go, oh, man, oh, I can't have a gun in here. It's against the law. Doggone it, I was going to rob this bank and then turn around and walk off, or am I going to walk in the bank and rob it and maybe shoot somebody?
2: Well, that's a whole different scenario. I mean, you're going in so with the intention. I, why can't
7: well, I pack a gun in there, Joe? Because I'm not going to rob the bank.
2: Well, I guess, you know, you'd have to ask the bank. I mean, because so a bank should, is a private institution, and they can, they can set their own rules, and I don't know that a gun that a bank has a rule against a the gun they, they being do. carried. Joe, so
7: the, the, the Bill of Rights says that I have the right to the right to, a, a right to life. That means I have the right to protect my life anytime, any place, anywhere.
11: Yeah. When I
7: can walk into any place and, and I can be guaranteed hundred percent that I could walk out of there alive, then I don't need a gun. Until they can guarantee me that somebody ain't gonna walk in there and start shooting people, I have the right to protect my life and the life of others. Anywhere.
2: Anywhere. I mean anywhere. anywhere. anywhere.
7: Do I have to walk into a place that says no no guns allowed, but the criminal gets to walk into there with a gun and kill all he wants?
2: But you're you're using yourself as an example, and you're assuming that everyone else who carries a gun and who even is legally allowed to carry a gun is as responsible as you are, and that I think is pretty obviously not the case. I mean, people.
7: the majority,
2: but then there are those that aren't, and well, it and seems to me it, so it makes so sense that they
7: carry it legally, or they don't carry it. Legally, I mean, if you, I mean, if you, if
2: you, if you walk into a bar, people are in different I don't levels think, of intoxication. I have
7: to agree, no bar. That's but, stupid. Well, there's alcohol and okay. guns. Don't mix. I have to admit.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah, people, uh, if they're, uh, yeah, if, they're, if they are alt in an altered state. All right. Okay. okay. Well, we'll leave it at that, John. Appreciate it. All right, I'll hit you on religion one later. Okay, Bye. sounds good. All right. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe.
12: Yeah, I, I uh, read in the news a story about uh, our illustrious President Biden
2: uh-huh.
12: was giving a, giving a talk uh, for Black History Month to a group of people. And I'd like your take on this statement that he gave. Uh, I'm a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Okay. Um, What's your take on that?
2: Well, I don't know what the context was of his statement. I, I, I'm I, not, well, I'm not the, aware of that.
12: Well, okay. Well, let me give you uh, an example of the audience. They were black. Okay. So he said, I'm a white boy but I'm not stupid.
2: And so he, the implication is that uh, he thinks white people are stupid and he's uh, ashamed to be a white person. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not getting, well,
12: that's, that's not the way that I see it. Okay. If, if he, if he president, if the illustrious president Biden says uh, to a group of people, I'm a white boy and that group of people is black i'm a white boy but i'm not stupid i my take on that is that all white males are stupid
2: okay all but joe biden
12: <laughs> yes I well know. now I the, the that that statement is is uh, half uh, factually correct he's a white boy okay all right. Okay. Uh, take, but, we'll, uh, we'll leave it
2: at that. Okay, but, all right. But,
12: uh, well, I have one more small comment. Okay, go ahead. Uh, his his press secretary, uh, Jean-Pierre, Kareem Jean-Pierre, uh, said that he, that Joe Biden is the best communicator in the White House. And, uh... I, I I don't know this 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 word games with him. I'm going to refuse to call him president. He, I I think excuse me, but I think he's a jackass.
2: Okay, all right, Bruce. I I kind of gathered that from our our series of calls here, but uh, that you don't have a lot of respect for him. But all right, thanks for your call. Let's go to Paul in Oak Harbor. Paul, you've got some thoughts on resi- religious exemption for COVID vaccines.
11: Yes, it's. It's due to the uh, fetal tissue being used in the vaccine, fetal tissue that was harvested in the 70s and the 80s. That's the key to the religious exemption. That's why people can use that religious exemption. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know that... there's fetal fetal tissue from aborted babies used in the vaccine. That is the religious exemption.
2: But I don't know that there's fetal tissue. There's not fetal tissue in the
11: mm-hmm. vaccine. Uh, yes, there was fetal tissue used to make the vaccine. That's what the articles that I've looked up okay. online say, and, and it was, and they're re, they're manipulating it. They use the fetal tissue to make this new fetal tissue. So, but that's the reason. People want to use the religious exemption for the COVID nineteen vaccine.
1: Okay.
2: It's not that they
11: all don't right. want to take a foreign substance into their body. Okay, it's, it's that the foreign substance has some origination in fetal, aborted fetal tissue, and that is the religious exemption.
2: Okay, well, I, I
11: complicated, asked, but that's, well, that's I appreciate the that reason.
2: I asked for a clarification on that, and you've given some there. All right, and
11: I'll okay, look. all right, appreciate um, it. I thought Machine was ahead of me, but he he must have hung up or something. No,
2: he's coming up next. Uh,
11: Oh, okay. That's good. All right, Paul. He's kind of bounced up and down a little bit on some of his statements, and he's getting a little bit confusing because when he first called in, he was kind of like a right-winger and was against things. And he said he went, I think, back to Iran once and almost didn't get out, but he's going to go back again. And hmm, I don't know if that's a we'll, great idea. We'll see if he can but give us some chance. clarification, but
2: he is confident yeah, that, he'll that, come that, back with his head, but uh, so, That, on, that, that, that
11: and, and that is his choice <laughs> yeah. to go there. If, if the government, the State Department <laughs> is allowing American citizens to travel to Iran right now, that is his choice to make. And you know, All right. if it works out well, it works out well. But, All right, Paul. Uh, yeah. And I noticed last week you were pulling the double shift again. So, but that's, yeah. you, you fill in a lot, Joe. And that's what I respect <laughs> about you that your work ethic is. Outstanding. Well, thank
2: you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm not sure
11: that. I agree with a lot <laughs> with some of your political stuff. Not sure you but, want to you know, hear, your hear me. Is good.
2: <laughs> okay, well, good. You're not sure you want to hear me as much as you do sometimes. Huh? I appreciate it, though. Thanks, no, Paul.
11: No, that's I. I because you work hard. That's. That's very, very, very important to me, that you work hard, and that is why I listen to this show every day. Oh, good. <laughs> as, or as often as I can. Okay, right, great. Thanks, well, thanks
2: for calling. And we'll take a quick break, and we'll hear from Majid next. We'll also hear from Hank and Squim and you here on KGMI Connects, 360
0: Attention business owners and managers. Secure your table today for Cascade Radio Group's Job Fair, Thursday, March 16th in Bellingham at Four Points by Sheraton from 2 till 6 p.m. Registration deadline is this Monday, March 6th. If you have full-time, part-time, or seasonal jobs and you need to hire now, don't miss this event. Secure your table by Monday's deadline. For details and to register, talk to your Cascade Radio Group rep or send an email to jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. That's jobfair at cascaderadiogroup.com. You go to great lengths to keep your carpet clean. Camps, camp- the living room. You spend your days scolding loved ones.
7: Honey, take your shoes off.
0: Trying to create an invisible shield to keep all the dirt and stains out.
7: Welcome to our home. And just please stay on the plastic, okay?
0: From summer's barbecue stains to your kids' dirty cleats, call Swans today or visit them online at swanscarpetcleaning.com. Spring is in the air, but this family is in turmoil. Here's Mom. Dad? Upset? Well, there's the laundry, the dishes, the floors, the office, the yard work, and PTA, the homework, the soccer, and dance class. And nobody
9: has time to cook a good meal.
0: All right, family, now huddle up. Here's the plan. It's time for All Time Pizza. Great tasting pizzas, calzones, and buffet for everyone in the family. Quick and convenient. Old Time Pizza. Now open in Bender Plaza in Linden. Visit them today online at alltimepizza.com. Chick days are happening now at your local CHS Northwest store. Through March 5th, enjoy special pricing on chick supplies and feed and get a free chick care kit with purchase of any chicken coop. CHSNW.com has all the details. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's
4: some drama you could share with your kid. Dude. Dude. Did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? (gasps) Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids,
0: visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Wilson's Furniture President's Day Sale is on now. Save up to $900 on Beautyrest adjustable foundation mattresses and enjoy store-wide savings on furniture and accessories for every room of your home. Wilson's President's Day Sale is happening now on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And yeah, we go
2: right back to the phones, and Majid in Bellingham joins us. Hi, Majid. Yes,
5: hi. How are you doing?
2: Very good, very good. You had people Seems like everybody's
5: <laughs> confused about me. <laughs> That's right. Okay, <laughs> let me... Okay, You're an me, enigma. You, oh, well, I'm going to explain something.
2: Okay, Let's, go ahead.
5: Uh, first of all, my father was a doctor. He was a very good doctor back in Iran. And even in the United States, my father and mother came here in 1940s and 50s, before I was even born, okay? okay. Before anybody was born, any of us. And they settled in, and my father did a lot of good things in the United States. They offered them. They loved them here at UCLA and USC. I, myself, I have master master's degree in electronic engineering. Okay, and uh, I'm educated. The reason I said I'm going to Iran was because I said I have two sisters over there, and they they also American uh, uh, American and they're U.S. citizens. Uh-huh. okay. They chose to be there because they have a husband there.
2: Uh-huh.
5: and they chose to be there, and uh, I'm going to visit them. Can I ask idea, you, Majid? Right. Do you, what, yeah. do you,
2: what do you hear from them about uh, the about the conditions in Iran? The conditions don't for like women. Uh, okay. They don't like it.
5: They don't like it. They don't like it. You think they like it? They don't like it either. Uh-huh. I don't like the I don't like the mullahs. Uh uh-huh. I don't like the mullahs either. You well, know can I no ask you what your thought
2: I'm just I'm kind of, since I got you here I I've, I've got questions I guess that what about when the when the uh, uh, the uh, Islamic revolution happened back in the night, late 70s when yeah. when uh, Khomeini was uh, installed and uh, was what were your feelings then was there a sense that things were changing for the better for Iran or No it was
5: getting worse. Okay. Shah was very good man. Oh, okay. John was with CIA you know uh Roosevelt's uh, son uh he was in charge of CIA he put him in power right and, and, he, and yeah, he was 18 his father was in power before him
2: but depo- and, but he yeah but the you know the Roosevelt's son helped depose the uh the democratically Mossadegh. elected Mossadegh yeah who, yes, who was leaning yes. who was leaning toward the Soviet Union at the time back yes. in the
5: 50s. Yeah. That's why that's why I came here. My father said this is not the place for us to be.
2: Oh, huh. okay. So I there were Nobody.
5: N- yeah, nobody. None of us wanted to be uh toward Soviet Union. Okay. My father loved America. When he was a young man, he became doctor when he was ni- uh, in 1930. Okay. And uh, the thing is, everybody's confused about that. I said, I'm going to visit them, not to stay there. Okay. Because I missed them. Um, I had $1,500. Uh, I told you, I, I had $1,500 uh, telephone bill because I had to call straight. Uh-huh. They charge you, uh, what is the $6 per minute. Wow! On both sides, yes, and you see the reason I did that because I want to keep in touch with my family. I have uncles there; they love to be okay. here. All well, of my uncles, they're physicians, they're doctors, lawyers, but they have no access. You cannot bring any family. Only family members can come here.
2: Okay.
5: Not not relatives. Okay. They change all the rules for immigration now.
1: Hmm. Okay.
5: You know. I'm very educated. I know what I'm talking about. And the thing is, uh, yes, I like to go there to visit my family. That's it. And come back.
2: Well, I think that's fair.
5: Yes, because I miss them. I have two uh, sisters there. I worry about them, of course. I told them not to go, but, you know, she says she chose to go. I saw her last July in Sacramento. Okay, and well, anytime they can come here. There's no problem. US government doesn't have anything against that Okay, all right. Yes, and then and, and, you know, whatever this guy Daniel has against me, you know, and no more mr. Nice guy okay. I was trying to be very political okay. and I was trying to be nice to him But now I'm gonna tell you he's very uneducated incompetent person Okay I, I, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's what? quoting all these mumbo-jumbos for you. I don't know what he's quoting. And the thing is, I'm not uh left-winger or anything. I like, I'm like. i Republican, of course. And I, lo- I love America. From the beginning, I said that. Yeah, I love American either. people. Yes, I love American people. All my friends are Americans. I and, have uh, African American friends. I have white friends. I have Chinese friends. I have Hispanic friends.
2: Well, and, and I, I have to us. say, my impression of you from our conversation is much different than what uh, what Daniel presents as. as Daniel uh, doesn't know uh,
5: what he's talking about.
2: Well, and I, and I would say now you, because you're a happily married man, I suspect you don't have any use for any any virgins after uh, after your demise, do you? What do you mean? He brought that issue up today. He said, we'll I don't care what he brings virgins up. Virgins in paradise nope. and all that stuff. So no, okay. no, no, no. Okay, all right, I Majid. A, I just you know, wanted to set that, that record straight too, because uh, he brought it up. But I want to, I want to give a couple other folks a chance. But yeah, Majid, he, always he good to know what
5: he's talking
2: about. All right, it's always good to hear from you, man. Okay.
5: Thank you. You too.
2: You have a great day. I'll
5: talk to you tomorrow.
2: Good. Okay. Well, look forward yeah. to it for sure. Let's go to Hank over in Squim. Hi, Hank.
13: Hey, Joe. Hey. Uh, I kind of I'm a conservative man, and I'm a proud gun owner. But I don't think you know. I'm, it's my understanding the Second Amendment has a lot to do with protecting us against rogue government and self protection. But I do not think that everybody in America has the right to own a gun. I, I just think that that. I lived in eastern Washington for 20 years, and when Obama became president, man, the guns were getting taken, and everybody bought everything up, and it just blows my mind how people think. I think that people do need background checks. I don't think any Joe Blow should be able to go and purchase a gun without a background check, because maybe 50 years ago, when the population was less and was less crazy, that might have been the case. But now there's too much—there's uh, just too much crazy crap going on, and too many innocent people getting killed by people that can just go out and get guns. And so I love my guns. I love my gun rights, but I'm a law-abiding citizen, taxpayer, moral person. So I kind of, I have that right to those guns because I follow the law and and I have a good background and stuff. So I think that that should be the case for all gun purchasers and owners.
2: All right. I appreciate that, Hank. Yeah.
13: Yeah, it's just, it's just, we have to get it under control and if people aren't, guilty of anything then why should they worry about background checks and stuff like that if you're a good law-abiding citizen then don't don't complain about it be be actually be thankful so your friends family aren't harmed away from a person that shouldn't have a
2: gun well that makes a lot so, of sense i mean even even you know, think about be, be having to go through security to get on an airplane i'm and it's a hassle yeah. and everything but i want to make sure that other people aren't Trying to get stuff on an airplane that they shouldn't have, and putting look, what
13: us we have in to do danger. just to get a passport, just to get a passport. We have right, to go right. background checks. Then yeah. you want to get something that can kill people? I think you should get a background check to take something that can take human life.
2: All right. Okay. Well, appreciate oh, it, right. Hank. Thanks for your call. Yeah. You have, you yeah, too. have a Good day, Joe. Take care, man. Let's go to Robert over uh, Robert here in Bellingham. Hi, Robert.
14: Hello. Um, I heard. Uh, I think it was Rich in Ferndale was wasn't happy about. the uh, the bill being repeat or the the possibility that oh, there's a bill against high speed police chases now, but I'm not real happy about that either. And it turns out there's a Democrat, I think Elisa Rule, who ha- has proposed, or actually I think she's the one that's sponsoring the bill to allow the the high speed chases or to allow that again she
2: wrote the bill that's being considered that has seems to have the best chance in the in the legislature yeah that's still uh, yeah there's a senate bill that's kind of languishing but uh yeah we'll see where this goes it would it would relax the 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 restrictions put on high-speed chases somewhat that yeah. yeah
14: now there's another bill i i have reservations about that some democrats are pushing and that is to make it so that they can't pull people over for a bad taillight or something like that. And I think um, the automobile is a very dangerous thing. And I I think uh, if you're low income, it's probably better to ride the bus. But, of course, the bus isn't always available or a, or a bicycle, because I think the roads are, you know, I trust the police more than I trust people on the roads sometimes. And, you know, how far does this go? if you know, they wanted to give money to people that are low income so that they could fix their tail light. But that's kind of like subsidizing the automobile instead of subsidizing public transit. And what I would, and, and the next step might be making car insurance free for everybody or not requiring car insurance. Because most poor people I know, the hardest thing about owning an automobile is having to pay for insurance, I guess.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, they could cause a lot of damage and a lot of expense, both material and, uh, and you know, medical with the car. I think it's important that people are insured if they're going to be driving yeah, a car.
14: I, I agree with that. And that's why I'm for uh, lower uh, risk forms of transport, like walking, bicycling, and public transit, if we can do that, that we should migrate, try and migrate society that way rather than coddling the automobile so much.
2: All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, Robert. I'm, okay. I guess I'm part of the uh, the, the automobile po- driving public. I would have a tough time getting along without it, I have to admit, that, um, and most of us, I think, would. I, there have been times when I lived in a bigger city that I I did use the bus exclusively when I was uh or vehicular, vehicular challenged but uh, um and it, it worked in some respects and other other you know when I had to get some certain places it was difficult but well uh, great calls again today really fun as always and we'll be back tomorrow with more here on KGM my connects